Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, Inner Bloom community. Welcome back to another episode. My hair looks wild. Normally, we're talking about your hair, Ambie, but today, I can't let you have all the spotlight, so... We have to talk about my hair sometimes. Your hair looks glorious. I love it. I love it. It looks crazy. Um, Yeah. How are you? It's another beautiful Monday morning. It's been a weekend for me. It's been a weekend. That's interesting. How are you? Let's let's move on to you. How are you? Oh, man. So much I wish I could share, but I just simply can't. So um, I hear you. Same. Yeah. Same (laughs) Z's. Um, but something that we can share, which is very exciting, is that we are going on tour, guys. Um, we are going on tour with the ARC-9, um, the collection of Arcturian energy that Ambrosia here channels, and that has been a huge part of this podcast ever since the beginning. Um, they made this clear to us when? It was a couple months ago. Like they like November, I want to say. Yeah, probably. They and they don't, and it's interesting because like they don't normally be like, "Hey, here's what's gonna happen." But like this was one of those times when they're like, "Hey, this is what's gonna happen. This is what it's it's gonna be good for everyone. You guys are gonna like it." And we have been wanting to go on tour. Um, so basically, what's gonna happen is it's gonna be very much. Abraham Hicks style setup. And if you don't know what we mean, then we'll explain. Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Essentially, this is going to be a ticketed event. Tickets are $44. And we're calling this an evening with ARC-9. So it's technically a two-hour event, but there's also going to be a 30-minute cocktail hour right before um, the first event that we have booked. It doesn't mean the first event we'll ever do, but the first event that we are officially booked is actually in Huntsville, Alabama um, at our dear friend Christina's amazing salon. She has like a spiritual hair studio. And um, we have 30 tickets available. And what's going to happen is once the event officially starts at 6 o'clock, Ambrosia is going to channel um, the ARC-9. I am going to moderate. And we're basically going to have a group discussion with some people from the audience volunteering to ask questions that are important to them. Um and that's going to be weaved into a conversation for everyone. Um, 
So it's great because you have the potential to get your question answered, but it also, even if you don't ask a question, you get to benefit from the answer. Um, and just from being in the energy too, it's all it's always really amazing when we bring the ARC-9 in in person. It's really amazing to see people's like physical responses and their emotional responses. It's really beautiful. So Yeah, we haven't had anybody that has been in the presence of that situation, like me channeling the ARC-9, that's been like, meh, it was neat. Yeah. Like everybody's like, holy shit, what just happened? Everybody has the reaction of like, oh my God, like I wasn't expecting it. And even skeptics, which is really fun. So even me, like I'm with you talking to them all the time because we do it for our patrons. But when it's in person, there's just something different about the energy. It's really special. And it's a really awesome way for us all to come together um, in in a way that isn't a retreat, in a way that's just a couple hours and we get to share this experience together. So anyway, this first event is happening April 9th. 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. or 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> that would be an all nighter. That would be great. We're going. We're playing with the Ark Nine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it would be fun. Maybe you could DJ. Didn't we talk about this? If you could DJ as the Ark Nine, like, what do you think they would play? Like intergalactic oh, by so the Beastie silly. Boys. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> or like there's this song called the um I forget what it's called, but it's by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They talk about the Pleiadians. Yeah. I know the Arcturians are not the same. Stadium Arcadian. Is that the one? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. So come to our event. Yeah, come see us. Um, even if you just live nearby, like even if you live a couple hours away, Atlanta is close. Atlanta is a couple hours away. There's some other places that are a couple hours away. Um, you could drive. Make a make a night of it. Um, we have 30 tickets available. Ticket link is it should be in the description of this live stream on Facebook, and it will be in the description of the um, audio podcast. Uh, wherever you listen. And also, if you go to our website and click events, you should see it there. Uh, Also, keep an eye out for more events coming because like we said, this is a tour. We're planning on booking multiple of these. And if you live somewhere that you're like, hey, you guys should come here and I know a good place for you to do it, reach out to us. Reach out to us, let us know, and we will try to make it happen. Woohoo! Especially if we feel like we have enough listeners in that area, we definitely will. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, so to get the address and all of that, to see if it's drivable to you, it's going to be on the website. Um, is it on the website currently? It's on the website. Cool. So it's on the website, check it out. And if you have any other questions, email us. Um, I don't think we have any other announcements, do we? Nope. 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 Just that me and you are really excited because today is the first meeting for our intuition course. Yay! Which we had a few more people sign up this past week. And um, I'm just re- – we've been going over the first week, like, lessons, and I'm just really, really, really excited. Um, by the way, there were some of you that were talking about, like, you know, wanting to be a part of it, um, but not it not being the right time, like, asking us when we're doing this again. We are going to be doing this again in a way. Um, there will be a way for you to do it in the near future if you – if this wasn't the right time. So if that's the case – Send us a message. We'll put you on the wait list because we are going to have a wait list for this. Yep. Okay. Should we talk about evolving and how hard it is, but necessary it is? Let's talk about it. Let's do it. (laughs) You sound so excited. I am not excited because evolving is hard 
and change is difficult or can be difficult and scary. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because one of my children, Riley, my oldest, I have a 17 year old in case anybody cares or wants to know, I digress. Um, he said to me Thursday or Friday of last week and was like, if you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? Or a few things, what would it be? And I was like, what are we, what time frame are we talking about? Right? Like which version of myself? And he said, 2019. And I was like, well, I'm just imagining like what I looked like in 2019 compared to what I look like now. And I honestly, the 2019 version of me, I would probably freak out and be like, what happened to me (laughs) that like, I have purple hair tattoos. Cause at 2019, I didn't have any tattoos. Right. I have a septum piercing what's going on. And so, um, it's interesting because if you think about like the person that you are and you're changing just on the physical outside of yourself, um, it's really interesting, right? Cause it's this iteration you go through these different iterations of you, even if you cut your hair. And so, and a lot of the times the outside represents the inside. Um, So yeah, I I got me thinking about changes and how sometimes people are really unhappy when you change or when you transform. So as, I don't know if, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So if you don't know, this last year um, I've come up, against a lot of controversy, a lot of change. Um, I've realized that I'm gay and I left my husband, my ex-husband, and it has been a roller coaster of people really pushing against change that has happened for me personally and really pushing against very verbally letting me know that they don't agree with me or they no longer want to talk to me or they're supportive of me. And I've had several women reach out and say, ooh, same, same girl. And I would love to sit here and tell you, like, it's sunshines and rainbows and it's so fun, but it's scary as fuck. And it's really not sunshines and rainbows. It's the easier thing to do would be to stay quiet and to stay the person that everybody knows, right? The harder thing is to become who you truly are, despite everybody telling you, it's a phase. It's not real. This isn't ha- like this. Uh, this isn't really happening to you. You don't really feel this way. This is a midlife crisis. And I've heard all of it. And um, so this is just one example because Alexa has her own examples of how we can change and become different people. And people don't fucking like that. People don't like who we are. Even the spiritual community, when you decide like, oh, I'm going through a spiritual awakening. People will tell you, no, you're talking to the devil. Um, You're going through some kind of emotional breakdown Mm -hmm. and you feel truly really crazy. And you also feel really, am I doing the right thing? Is this what I should be doing? Am I on the right path? And then we often look for signs from the universe and that can be very confusing. Um, Yeah, but you're not, if you're feeling this way, you're not alone. Same boat. Even this eyeliner today, I was nervous. I was like, this is different for me. Thank you. You used to get so nervous with wings, but you did an amazing job. Well, it's, to be honest, it's a stamp that I bought. Yeah. (laughs) It 
<laughs> yeah. And it's a little bit bigger than I would go. I think it's but, good. You know, it's, it's different. Good. It's good. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Your turn to talk. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing, first of all, because I know that this past year has been very challenging and exciting, but also very yeah. challenging. And I think that's the thing is like, oh, man, you would think that becoming more of who you are would would feel good all the time. <laughs> be easy. Be easier. Yeah. But it's like it's it. that's what's so interesting is like, why is it the hardest thing sometimes to just be who we really are? Right. Because yeah. it's. It's so many years of creating our identity around what other people want us to be or what society wants us to be or what we think is acceptable to be rather than asking ourselves, who am I though? Like who, who, yeah. who, do, how do I want to share with the world, you know? And how do I want to express and what feels right to me? And so I think that's why it becomes this very jarring experience. And no matter what age you are, no matter what phase you are, because I don't know about you. I was on this podcast the other day and they were – they were asking me to kind of like tell my story and I it, you know when you say something out loud and then you, you've never realized it until you've actually said it out loud like it just like and what I said was yeah <clears throat> last year was a whole realization of that go ahead sorry keep going <laughs> well what I was saying was I was like you know I'm a person who has a lot of seasons like my mm -hmm. life is full of seasons, just the way a TV show is, right? It's like, okay, mm -hmm. season one, season two. Se and each season, at the end of the season, there's a huge kind of like cliffhanger, like what's going to happen? And then I move into a whole different season. And yeah. what I mean is like, for example, like, okay, you had like the period of time that I had my own business and like that's what I was doing. And then all of a sudden I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Hold on. And then it was like, mm -hmm. okay, everything switched. And I was in I was in the music industry and I was an artist manager. And then suddenly I was like, no, this is not for me. Hold on. And I just, that always happens it, over and over again. And then I had a spiritual awakening. Like, and I, I've come to realize though that not everyone has that. Like not everyone evolves in that way. Some people evolve very, very steadily and slowly. Some people have maybe one moment like that in their life. You know what I mean? And I think for me, I've always, <laughs> first of all, I've always triggered people around me because I have so many seasons. They don't like mm -hmm. that. They don't, mm -hmm. in fact. Change is scary. Yeah, because they feel like they never know what I'm going to do, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, that's right. Um, in fact, it's part of, if you guys like human design, my human design is a manifester. And when I first found that out, I kind of dug into like, okay, what does that mean? What are the challenges of the manifester, et cetera? And what's so funny, it really described me to a T because the challenge of the manifester is the manifester will just act and not tell anyone and everyone else will freak out and get angry at them for acting. And then the manifester will get very resentful because they're like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And it makes this very big cycle of like um, resentment and between them and the people who love them, right? And, and the solution to that is it's very simple. Just inform them before you do it. Not ask permission. Just say, hey, mm -hmm. I'm doing this now. And, do yeah. it. and so I've actually taken that advice over the years and it's it's helped quite a bit with my personal relationships. But anyway, um, the reality is that in one way or another, whether we're doing it in seasons, we're doing it very gradually or we're doing it in, you know, one big moment is that we're always going to be changing as humans. We're always going to be finding 
better and better ways to be who we are without all this other stuff that we've built up around our true essence, right? And that is always going to trigger the world around us that was attached to the identity that they knew. And mm. and the reaction of that is probably always going to be triggering then to us and make us question, wait, did I do the right thing? Is this right? Because it wouldn't wouldn't people be saying, yeah, good job if it was right, right? Because we're right. so used to that. Um, approval and affirmation from like school, right? It's like, yeah. did I do the right thing? Are they telling me A plus and giving me a high five and all that? Good. We're, Are they I liking my my social media? Whatever the yes. case may be. Yes. And that's been a big thing for me the past couple months is like, I've really started to feel like on social media, like I'm kind of like losing my, gr- like especially on TikTok. You guys know I love TikTok and I've had a lot of like growth there over the past year. Um She's but, TikTok famous now. No big deal. <laughs> but not even because literally I'm at a point right now where I'm literally losing followers, even though I'm posting stuff. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think is because I'm starting to change what I post. I'm not posting this like fluffy spiritual content. I'm posting stuff that's more authentic to me and that I feel like is more from from a place of importance to me and it's not necessarily catering to like the audience that I've built there which wanted the fluffy spiritual stuff, you know? Right. And that's very disheartening to me because it's like I understand it logically but then at the same time to get that feedback, like to get that feedback of when you're talking about saying like, hey, I'm going to do something different from my normal content. I'm going to talk about something that really matters to me. And people are like, stop, go back, go back to what mm. you were doing, you know? <laughs> it feels very disheartening. And it's and, and, and first of all, no wonder people get so depressed on social media. And also no wonder people get so trapped in these like personas, especially on social media, that they aren't anymore. Like I think of like um, Jojo Siwa, you know Jojo Siwa? Yeah. And she she's like she she's always had like the super colors and the like bow. the big bow. Yeah. And she's been that way for ye since she was like 6 and she's like 18. So yeah. it's like and I think a lot of that is probably for her that like I think some of it is that's who she is, but another part of it is like to evolve beyond that is losing the audience. You know what I mean? And it, I think it's a big identity crisis for people when they've built a brand online like this is taking it even beyond interpersonal relationships. It's like, okay, you've built this identity online and you rely on that for your approval, for your mm-hmm. confidence, and also potentially for your business, probably mm-hmm. for your business. And then you say, well, this doesn't feel authentic to me anymore. I'm going to post something that feels authentic. And you do. And everyone's like, boo, you suck. I'm unfollowing you. Go back to what you're doing before. I like that better. It's yeah. hard. Like that is that is rough and it reinforces this idea that we can't really be who we are. We can't evolve. Like it's not okay to evolve, right? That's what social media would have you believe. That's what I think that's what also personal relationships would have you believe. Yeah. This is true. why like people don't come out of the closet for years. This is why people don't lean into spirituality or anything that's viewed as outside the norm. And I'm air quoting that for people that are listening. This is why people don't do that for such a long time because of fear of being exiled or excommunicated from their community, where their community is their family unit, whether their community is work or their community is like an online group. It's this fear of I'm going to be left out, ridiculed or made to be alone 
because of being different in some way. And we all have felt, oh, well, maybe, maybe some people who are listening haven't, but most people I feel like have felt this way in some area of their life as far as them growing up. Maybe it was because of your hair. I used to get made fun of for my hair a lot. Maybe it's because of, I don't know, the way you speak, or maybe it's because now you're talking about shit that matters to you where you didn't before because you didn't think anybody wanted to hear it. Right. Or maybe, you know, whatever the case may be, I've given a lot of examples. My point, my point here is that it's more than just, let's just accept people for who they are. It's really about accepting yourself for who you are and understanding that that ridicule, prosecution, whatever the case may be, when you get that, when you are changing into a new iteration of yourself is hard. And there is no quick fix for it. It's just understanding real, true love, which is self-love, not to sound too corny. I know that sounds really corny, but that's real love. And I think that I know for sure, for sure, growing up, I have always watched movies where you rely on another person to receive that love. You always rely on your, like a boy, you always rely on a parent, you always rely on someone outside yourself to receive that love. And I think the big thing that we're starting to understand uh, as that I'm starting to understand as I get older, and I think our society is starting to talk about more is Mm self-love is really self-acceptance because we are so different as people and who you are in your teens is not the same person you are in your twenties is not the same person you are in your thirties and probably won't be the same in your forties and on and on because you're evolving and changing as a person. And therefore your beliefs, your ideas, the values that you have are also changing and evolving. And I don't think that that's a bad thing either. I think that's a good thing. Mm, I agree. I think it takes a lot of strength to make these changes and stick with them. Um, because like you said, it takes a lot of self-love and un- and trust in self and belief in self. And I think that that is part of why the changes happen, you know, mm-hmm. because we've we've been taught in so many ways not to trust ourselves and to people please. I mean, like how many of us are people pleasers, you know? And I think that, as you said, like it's normal for this to be difficult. It's normal to go through this and feel like you might be doing the wrong thing almost, like almost question your decisions because of the way that people respond. But I think that in the process of sticking strong to your beliefs and what feels right to you, you not only teach other people, you not only set an example for other people, maybe the same people that are coming down on you and saying like, this is wrong, I don't agree with this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Sticking to it over time, I think can really show them something. Because why are they doing that, right? They're doing it because one, you're triggering them. Two, Mm -hmm. they're scared for you. Um, but three, maybe it's like they will, maybe they one time wanted to do something like that, but they were taught by society, no, you can't do that. And yeah. so now they're like, hey, you can't do that, <laughs> you know? 
But yeah. we, this is how we break these um, like generational traumas and these generational belie- limiting beliefs about what is possible and what is safe and what is acceptable is we become the chain breakers ourselves just by following what feels right to us. And in doing so, I think we also connect with our communities that can support us through that. Like this community that we have in this podcast, um, Inner Bloomers, you know, that is our private Facebook group. And this is the community for people who are intuitive, who maybe you're the only intuitive person you know, you know, Mm -hmm. and our Facebook community is a place where you can share about your intuitive experiences, um, maybe even just share about what's going on in your life and get support and make friends and meet connections. Because I think that's really so important um, to have people there who are cheering you on, even if they're strangers, you know, even if you don't fully know them in person, to have people there cheering you on in the changes that you're making because they're making changes too and they want that support too, you know? Yeah. And I I personally, one, I feel like that's one of the core reasons we made that group and we made this podcast. And two, most of my friends are not in real life. Most of my friends are online and in different parts of the world. And so it's definitely nice to have that support of people and that will accept these different aspects of you because people that have grown up with you or that have known you, you know, your entire life, when you change, especially in really dramatic ways, especially when it comes to like religious views Mm -hmm. or things that can be perceived, I think almost everything can be perceived as a religious view at this point in our society, in our world. I digress. Things that can be perceived through a religious lens. It's, um, it's scary for them, right? Because the intention is they don't want you to go to hell. They want you to stay safe. Mm-hmm. They want you to like do what you're supposed to do. But in actuality, like they don't, they don't know what's going to happen after we die. Right. Like they don't, nobody knows. Yeah. And so um, it's interesting just to. What an amazing business model you, you, ter- sorry for anyone who's religious, but like you terrify your your people yeah. to the point where they think they're going to hell if they do anything. And then you you tell them and your friends and family are also going to go to hell. So you better not let them. You got to scare them too. And so they go out. It's like an MLM. You know, they go out and they they scare people. It's like the ultimate like pyramid scheme. Like yeah. you have yeah. to get your friends and family yeah. on board with this idea of coming to us because if you go anywhere else – yeah. Or if you have any of their viewpoints on, I don't know, like women's autonomy in their body or anything like that, like you're going to go to hell. Yeah. So masturbation, hell. Oh my like, God. Poor, poor people that I, I, I remembered that you just triggered a memory of me of like one of my parents' friends. They were my friends too, but they were, I, I didn't know that they were like very religious until like well into our relationship. And I just remember at one point they really wanted to save us. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I laughed and I was like, we can't be saved. Every time I go viral on, well, I say every time I've been viral, viral on TikTok three times. But when I have like over 10,000 views on a video on TikTok, people, Get you in my comments. Jesus. I need Jesus. Yeah. They want to save me. And I'm like, it's too late for me. Just keep it moving. 
There's so many, behind. so many reasons at yeah. this point that I'm going to go to hell that it's yeah. fine. Honestly, yeah. it's okay. I'm already there. In fact, I'm already there. Right. Yeah. Like actually I, I view what's funny is that I'll make these TikToks that I think are going to like create a lot of controversy. Yeah. Like I made a TikTok that I think we're in hell. Yeah. It's not a place we go to. We're already here. And everybody was like, I agree. Oh my God, 100%. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's so American. What the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> you thought you people were going to be like, no, the other hell is way worse. Exactly. And it just reached a different demographic. And I'm like, I wanted to really re- uh, reach the crazy religious people this time. But mm. what are you going to do? To do that. <laughs> How do you reach the crazy religious people? Oh, I remember the, the time on TikTok I reached the crazy religious people was when I talked about when the Galactic Federation came through. They, oh, they, good. They time. don't like aliens. They don't. I think that they really triggers. They them. don't like mediumship. Yeah. They don't like aliens. Yeah. They don't like a lot of it. There's there's not a lot of people that fit well, the the demographic well, of them. Well, as we're going to talk about in our first week of our course today, that's really like by design, right? With religion, that's by design mm-hmm. because it used to be that psychics and seers and oracles <laughs> were respected back in the way back day. But then way back religion, day. when organized religion came in, it was like they were they were suddenly positioned as like the devil and the priests took over. You know, again, really good business model. Yeah. Yeah. Really good business like, model because you have people doing this for free and then you're like, nah, we're going to charge for this. Yeah. Yeah. They're and frauds. You, they're doing it for free. Exactly. We're legit. We're legit. <laughs> and and also, if you go to them, we're going to kill you yeah. and you're going to go to hell and your family yeah. will go to hell. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Love it. Wow, yeah. If you don't listen to this podcast, you might go to hell. So just throwing that out there. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Sorry. Sorry about all the religious speak. Um, well, I guess not sorry. But sorry yeah. if you have religious trauma and this is. Trauma. If you have religious trauma and you'd like to work through it, reach out to us because we're we're pretty Almost good everyone about that. we work with has religious trauma. So That is true. That is true. But you might end up with purple hair and tattoos and piercings. So be careful. Cautiously yeah. proceed. <laughs> Who knows? I just envision them like walking through a portal that just turns them into you. It's a filter. Like a little conveyor belt yeah. of me. Yeah. Here we go. Um, all right. Creating well, my minions. Yeah. Yeah. They all have purple hair. My family, actually, really quick, my family, who doesn't listen to this podcast, but if you do, shout out family, you know who you are. Um, They actually, they went to our event in Hawaii. Remember that? Yes, I do. And they said to me, I will never forget this. I'm not going to say which family member, but one of my family members said to me, are you in a cult? (laughs) And I was like, I'm the leader of the cult. And she was like, like appalled. And I'm like, okay, let's just calm it down. I can see that. I could see that. <laughs> in the best way. It starts yeah. out with you thinking, it, it, I just finished a show about this and it was so triggering to me. Like the show is, that show Search Party that I told you to watch, it ends up devolving into <laughs> this like spiritual kind of like, it, it's, and they make so much fun of like the spiritual world and it's so triggering, but it's so true. Like everything yeah. they're saying. Anyway, I can see that. I can see the I anyway. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah. Good talk. Yeah. It's not a cult though, in, in actuality. But I think about when we did the retreat in Sedona and we let everybody get tattoos from um, Amelia yeah. and everybody was like, are you going to pick the tattoos for us? No. Are you going to no. brand us? Yeah. Are you going to brand us? No. We're like, what? No, we're not doing that. You get to pick your own tattoo. You can yeah. just get a free tattoo. And then the next question was, are they real tattoos? Yes. yes. They're actual <laughs> tattoos. You get to keep it them was- forever. It was so funny. It was that a good was time. the coolest thing ever. I would love yeah. to have that again. Amelia, what's up? Shout out Amelia Rose tattoo. <gasps> if we have, oh, my tattoo artist might be willing to do that. Really? Isn't she booked for like a years? She's booked for two years in advance. But her and I hung out for six hours the other day. And we are, I don't know if she listens to podcasts. Shout out Olivia if you do. Anyway. Um, I could ask her. I mean, the worst thing that she could do is say no, right? Sure. Why not? Tattoos for everyone. She did my art, my sleeve, who, if you were to come to me at 2019 and tell me this was happening, I would probably be like, no, my mom thinks that's trashy. I would never. I love your sleeve. What did your mom say about your sleeve? She does not like it. No, she does not. That's her loss. It's my mom does not love the purple hair. My mom doesn't like the piercings. She doesn't like the tattoos. Um, The actual only thing that she's okay with is my girlfriend, to be honest with you, which was important. It's a big it's a big uh, development for my mom. So good for her. Good for evolving, Camille. (laughs) Good job, Camille. (laughs) Okay, I am so hungry because we had to start late. Because I was yelling at my family. Go ahead. Um, So we're going to wrap up. But again, um, make sure if you want to come to our evening with ARC9, our in-person ARC9 event, which is in Huntsville, Alabama, April 9th. It's a Saturday. If you want to come see us and hang with the ARC9, um, check out the link in our show notes. Uh, Go to our website, innerbloompodcast.com. Click on the events. Get a ticket. Only 30 tickets available. $44. Really excited to be in person with you guys again. Wahoo. And uh, until next time. Until next time. Keep it on blooming. Bye. Trying to see your line. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.